Warning! The following story contains depictions of supernatural occurrences and may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The story takes place at a summer camp and involves a ghost, which may be especially frightening to those who have had similar experiences or who are afraid of the paranormal. If you are easily frightened or uncomfortable with horror themes, please proceed with caution. Summer camps can be scary. You're all alone in a strange country or in a new part of the country, somewhere in the middle of nowhere, like a swamp or by a strange lake. My impression of what my summer camp experience would be like was kind of skewed by Hollywood. From meatballs to hot, wet American summer, Hollywood is no stranger to a good story set at a summer camp. Immature teens with a lack of parental supervision and the magic of camp really comes to life. But the one thing they can't seem to stop telling is when the magic turns to tragedy. The neglectful camp counselor turns their back for one second and then boom! You get movies like Friday the 13th, The Burning, Sleepaway Camp, etc. But there is something spooky about a summer camp. Every camp seems to have its own story. Some little folk tale that used to scare you into thinking, maybe I've made a big mistake. For me, in my camp, it was a tale called The Ghost of the Chapel on Chapel Road. We even had a staff member of camp schedule a time for all the new staff to come and join him as he took us around camp and told us the tale of the ghost of Chapel Road. What you're about to hear is a story inspired by that story. So come with me, grab your graham crackers and marshmallows, put on your smoke-filled camp-themed jumper, gather around the campfire, and share your favorite ghost stories. Because this is This One Time at Spooky Camp. of summer camp, at Camp Moosepine had arrived, and a cluster of campers encircled the roaring campfire, swapping spine-chilling ghost tales under the twinkling stars. The faint crackle of the firewood complemented the airy hush of the darkened forest, as Max, an introspective and reserved young boy, sat on the periphery, completely engrossed in the haunting narratives that his fellow campers recounted. His eyes remained wide and unblinking, utterly captivated by the stories of ghostly apparitions and unsolved mysteries of Camp Moose Pine. There sent shivers down his spine. As he listened, the enticing aroma of burning marshmallows wafted towards him, making his mouth water as he longed to taste the delicious gooey s'mores that his fellow campers were indulging in. 
The sweetness of the melting chocolate and the sticky texture of the toasted marshmallows could be perceived in the air, adding to the atmosphere of false comfort and false relaxation that pervaded the campfire. As the night progressed and the campfire burned low, Max's sense of unease began to heighten. A nagging suspicion crept into his mind, and he couldn't shake the feeling that there was something lurking in the darkness of the forest beyond. Was it all in his head? The soft rustling of leaves and the occasional snapping of twigs added to the airy atmosphere. Despite his growing trepidation, Max was determined not to alarm the other campers, so he kept his fears to himself and tried to focus on the ghost stories his companions were sharing. Each tale was more gruesome and terrifying than the last, and as the storytellers reached the height of their narratives, the distant howling of a lone wolf added an extra element of dread to an already tense scene. Through it all, Max remained silent, his mind racing with fear and anticipation, wondering what could be lurking in the shadows of the forest just beyond the reach of the flickering firelight. As the ghost stories continued to unfold, Max's attention was snared by one narrative. The tale revolved around a treacherous row, ominously dubbed Chapel Row, which wound its way through the dense forest not far from the campsite. The story described an old chapel that stood alongside the road, its withered timbers creaking in the wind, and its crumbling stone walls covered in moss and ivy. Legend added that the ghost of a former camper still haunted the chapel, doomed to wander the hollow path of Camp Moose Pine, searching for a way out. Max's body shivered against the humid late summer air as he imagined the ghostly apparition, its insubstantial form illuminated only by flickering candlelight that still burned within the chapel's walls. He could almost smell the musty scent of the old building and feel the creaking floorboards beneath his feet as he imagined daring to venture inside. Despite the chill that ran through his body, Max found himself drawn to the tale, hanging on every word as the other campers recounted their own versions of the chilling story of Chapel Road. Despite the growing sense of fear that consumed him, Max could not resist the magnetic pull of the Chapel Road legend. As the night deepened and a campsite fell into a restless sleep, Max found himself tossing and turning, his mind racing with visions of the ghostly apparition that haunted the old chapel. At last, unable to resist the temptation any longer, Max silently slipped out of his cabin, his heart pounding with a mixture of terror and excitement. He moved with cautious steps, his eyes adjusting to the dimly lit surroundings as he made his way towards Chapel Road. The forest was dead, with none of the expected sounds of the night. No rustling of leaves, no creaking of the tree branches, no croak of a tree frog, only the sound of Max's feet across the gravel path. As he neared the chapel, Max's breath quickened, and his hands trembled with anticipation. The old building loomed before him, its windows dark and foreboding, a stark contrast to the moonlit path that led 
up to its entrance. With a deep breath, Max stared himself, determined to see the ghost for himself, no matter the cost. Max crept closer to the chapel, his eyes fixed on the dark, foreboding silhouette of the old building. The ancient timbers stood as still as the night, their warped and weathered surfaces lifeless apart from soft vegetation that time had given it. As he drew nearer, a sense of dread began to crawl up his spine, causing his breath to catch in his throat. There was something deeply wrong about this place, a feeling of unease that seemed to seep into his very bones. The air was thick with the humid stench of decay, a musty, moldy odour that made his stomach churn. The air of Camp Moose Pine was unforgiving, even in the light of the moon. With a growing sense of terror, Max was driven forward by an irresistible compulsion to see the ghost of Chapel Road for himself. With a trembling hand, Max pushed open the door to the chapel and stepped inside. The flickering candlelight illuminated the space with a dim, airy glow, casting long shadows across the peeling walls and making the old pews seem to float in the darkness. A faint scent of sulfur tingled the hairs of Max's nose. As he approached the altar, Max felt the uneven planks of the chapel floor creaking and groaning under his weight, the ancient wood protesting as if to warn him to turn back. The pews were old and musty, their surface covered with a thick layer of dusting cobwebs. The seats were worn and sagging, their once polished surfaces now rough and splintered. Even though he was alone in the darkness, Max felt a sense of being watched, as if the ghost of the former camper was lurking in the shadows, waiting to reveal itself. He swallowed hard, trying to quell the fear that was rising within him, as he strained to hear the sound that would betray the presence of the ghostly apparition. You should not have come. Without warning, a voice hissed out of the darkness, a low and raspy sound that seemed to emanate from every corner of the chapel, its words reverberating off the peeling walls and echoing through the space. Max spun around, his heart hammering in his chest, and saw a ghostly figure standing in the doorway. The figure was that of a young boy, his body pale and translucent, as if it were made of mist and shadow. His eyes glowed a deep and ominous red, fixed on Max with an intensity that made the hairs on the back of his neck stand up. The boy was dressed in the tattered remains of a Camp Moose Pine t-shirt, his bare feet seemingly floating above the floorboards. As Max watched, the ghostly figure began to glide towards him, its movements smooth and effortless, as if it were standing on the bow of a flying scot. The ghostly figure beckoned to Max with an outstretched skeletal hand, its pale fingers curling and uncurling in a hypnotic rhythm. Max felt an intense compulsion to follow the boy, as if he were being drawn by some unseen force that he could not resist. The boy led Max through the chapel, his ghostly form casting a dim glow that illuminated the old, peeling walls with an airy blue light. 
As he exited the chapel, Max saw the vision of the boy drowning in the bay, his body sinking beneath the surface, lost forever in the depths of the water. The boy's ghostly voice echoed in Max's head, a mournful and haunting sound that seemed to come from every direction at once, telling him how he had died again and had never been able to leave. A sense of despair began to grow within Max, like a creeping vine coiling around his heart. But the ghostly hand of the boy on his shoulder, cold as death itself, gave him a small sense of comfort amidst the terror that gripped him. In that moment, he felt a deep connection with the boy, as if their fates were somehow intertwined, and he shared in the ghost's agony as if it were his own. As the vision began to fade, Max's heart seized with terror as the boy's ghostly form suddenly began to contort and shift. It seemed to grow taller, more twisted, and it no longer resembled a human shape at all. His skin was the color of a bruise, and his eyes blazed with a hellish light. Max tried to move, to run, to do anything, to escape the horror before him, but he found that he was rooted into the spot, paralyzed with fear. The smell of sulfur that once stung his nostrils now caused his eyes to water, for the ghost was no ghost at all but a demon in disguise, using the guise of a lost child to lure in unsuspecting victims. Max realized with a sickening jolt that he had fallen right into its trap and that he was now its prey. Its voice was a guttural growl that seemed to come from the depths of hell, promising to consume Max's soul and possess his body. With a sudden, lightning-fast movement, the demon lunged at Max, its claws barred and its teeth gnashing with hunger. Max could only watch in terror as the monster descended upon him, its breath hot and putrid on his face, and he prayed that he would survive the night to see the light of day. But no god was listening. Legends have whispered in hushed tones among the campers at every summer camp. The tale of the possessed camper who returns year after year, waiting for unsuspecting victims to claim as their own. The one camper that is at camp all summer. Now this camper is the quiet one. Always lurking in the shadows and seeming to do little else but wait. Never wanting to join in. They are the embodiment of an airy, unsettling presence that will permeate every aspect of the campgrounds. And always, the old, decrepit chapel of Chapel Road loomed, beckoning those who dared to venture too close, promising only darkness and despair. <laughs>